hello 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 testing hello is this thing on we are freaking live hey everybody hey besties welcome back to another episode of with peace and love and of course i'm your host mccall this episode is entitled confessions of a sugar addict and spoiler alert the sugar addict is moi yeah, if you didn't already guess <laughs> we'd be talking about, we're talking about me. We're going to dive into breaking down what sugar is and how sugar operates in the body and just figuring out better ways to kind of navigate um, if you are a recovering sugar addict like me. But of course, let's not forget, let's get into the weekly check-in. Okay guys, so daylight savings time has is officially here. And I'm still upset about it. And this is what annoys me is that I, the amount of tweets that I see that are like, why do we have daylight savings time? Why do we have daylight savings time? Why do I'm just like, no, but really, why do we have daylight savings time? Like send that tweet, send it because it doesn't make sense. So many people are against it, but yet we still have it. And I'm just like, okay, next time that we need to vote in whatever state, mine is Florida, we're voting no. We're not doing this anymore. Um, but it's been it's been quite an adventure. We have had, like, it has been seriously gloomy here in Florida. And I'm like, what is happening? We can't even get the sun for the time that we're supposed to have the sun. So I'm like, can we just have a little bit <laughs> more daylight and less savings? <laughs> is that what it is? We're in daylight. We're not in daylight savings. Honestly, I don't understand. I've never understood which is which. But anyways, we're into that season and I have been really trying to do my best to use some of the tips that I said in one of my previous episodes. If you haven't listened to it, go ahead and listen to it. It's called Seasonal Depression Has Entered the Chat. And I've been trying to take some of my own tips and like planning stuff out with friends and and going on additional walks during the day and buying, I've been buying flowers just to brighten up my room. And I've been keeping my window open as I normally do, but I just sit at my desk so I can just look outside and see whatever sun that we get. And it's been really helping. And I'm going to continue to keep you guys updated on that because it's going to be an ongoing struggle until like, what, February or March? I don't even know when daylight saving time comes back. But yeah, so anyways, enough about that. I went shopping on Saturday and there's just like nothing nothing makes me happier than first of all going shopping with the girls it just doesn't make me happier nothing can make me happier nothing makes me happier than going shopping with the girls plus on top of that saving money guys one thing that I love to do I live to do is to save money ever since working at Playboy's Closet and I realized like cute clothes don't have to be that expensive I'm, when I go into a store, I immediately, depending on what store, I immediately go straight to the back to the clearance section and I start there and I work my way forward because if I can't find anything in the clearance section and I'm like, I really wanted a white top and I couldn't find it there, I'm like, okay, they probably have something at the very front of the store that I like didn't see because I went to the back. So I usually work my way that way, but I just have to tell you guys the tea. I got like a five things from... One of my favorite, you guys are going to hate on me for this for saying this, but from Hollister, and listen, you can knock Hollister if you want, but um, I've, I've graduated to Abercrombie, but there was a Hollister at this mall and not an Abercrombie, so I'm like, we have to go in. Got five things for like under $50. They were all on sale. I'm going to share them with you guys on the stories, and then you can tell me if it's like cute or not. 
but you can find cute in-season stuff and not pay an arm or leg for it. Some things you just have to, like a Lululemon leggings, whatever, you need to pay for that because the quality it lasts. But other things, like if you just want a cute black top, it doesn't matter where it's from. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, I don't, I'm not a labels girl. I'm not. I'm just like, if it's cute and it's what I was looking for, then boom, boom, boom. So I'll share on the stories. If you guys go to my Insta, you'll see everything that I bought um, and all the money that I saved. And trust me, I'm telling you the secret always works. Start with the back in the clearance first and then work your way forward. And if you won't need to buy something that costs a little bit more, just, um, I do this rule of like, I try in my head to picture it with five different things that I already have at home. So I bought like a black long sleeve top and I was like, I can layer this for the fall. I can, it kind of is athletic. So I was like, I can wear this to work out. And if I really needed to, I can layer it, um, with like a jacket. I can wear it with jeans. I could wear it with shorts, like boom, 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 boom. There's a lot of options and I don't just get something that I can wear once unless it's for something very specific, like a wedding or birthday party. But if not, if it's just like everyday life clothes, I make sure that I can pair it with at least five of the items that I already have in my closet because otherwise it's a huge waste if you can only wear it with one outfit like one pair of pants you're never going to wear that top you're going to wear it one time you're going to take a picture on Instagram you're going to post it and you're never going to wear it again and so we're here for sustainability and we're not here for fast fashion so definitely try that tactic next time you're out shopping and I'm I'm guaranteeing you right now it is going to change your life so yeah, that's pretty much it for the weekly check-in. Didn't have too many crazy things happen, which is kind of nice. Next week, guys, is going to be the Thanksgiving episode, and I'm going to have you guys write in and tell me about the unique things that you are thankful for, and I'm super pumped because it's going to be a super fun episode, and I hope that I get like a little tear in my eye because I, I know that so many of us see life from just different perspectives, and I can't wait to see... um what are the different things in your guys' life that you are thankful for? I'm so excited. But let's talk about sugar. You guys, As you guys know, every other week is like a health episode and then we go back to a fun episode. But this week we are on health and we are talking about sugar. And I definitely want to start off by saying that I love sugar. Like please, not for a second, do not think that I don't like sugar. When I'm at the gym training for my personal trainer job, like the clients like what's your favorite food and I feel like they want me to be like oh an acai bowl or like overnight oats or like something like that or like whatever I'm like oh like a pineapple or like a papaya I'm like no I literally was like to one client I was like I love pizza (laughs) other person I was like I love ice cream and like I think that you should be real whether you are a personal trainer if you're a mom if you are um like in school just be real with people like if you like something don't try to pretend to be something that you're not you know you can work towards living a healthier life but don't lie to people because I think when you do that your body hears that and it's like okay well you feed me that all the time so what's happening anyways I love sugar especially ice cream and so since going gluten-free about three years ago um that was really for me the best way and it was the biggest aid in in controlling my sugar intake because a lot of the foods that I like to eat that had gluten in them were sugar-based like cookies, donuts, cake, pie, not ice cream, thank god, but a lot of it has gluten in it. So cutting that out, I was like, oh, I can't even have that stuff anymore so it wasn't even an option. Um, But you guys don't understand, I was like straight out of a Starbucks frappe, like addicted to sugar, like 
basically, this is the story. This is the journey of being a sugar addict. I started being addicted to sugar when I was younger because for me, we really didn't have access to that growing up. When I was about, I've always said this in several other podcasts, but when I was about least 11 or 12, we started eating even healthier. But growing up, we really didn't eat a lot of like fried food or like um, stuff that came out of like the freezer or like preserved food or frozen food. So we had a lot of fresh foods, but even more when I was like 12, we started having quinoa and we started using coconut oil instead of butter. And my life was literally shattered because if you do not understand... (sighs) one thing at least understand this I'm obsessed with butter like I love butter I'm like butter on that butter on this butter in that for sure so I think because I didn't have a lot of access to sugar when I got the chance to have it whether it was like at church or if it was at a birthday party I was consuming incredibly bad amounts of sugar like it wasn't just like a slice of cake it wasn't just like a cupcake like I would eat like two three cupcakes I would eat like two slices of cake and like I wouldn't really feel sick because like you know you're a kid you know and like eating a lot of sugar is just like what kids do but obviously it was taking effect on my body and my my mind and my brain as well but I really didn't know that um but when I got a job like a really paying job really when I was about 13 or 14 I started buying my own food and believe it or not I went straight for the sweets and donuts and candy bars galore because like when you're a kid you pass all those things you're like I want I want and with my parent growing up there wasn't even an option to ask it was just like you're not we don't do that you don't even need to ask because the answer is no so don't ask so when I started being able to buy food of my own like make my own decisions with food I immediately went for sugar. I wasn't like, oh, I want like like a super like expensive charcuterie board. No, I was like, I want those like little mini powdered donuts from 7-Eleven in a pack. I want two of those. Like I was seriously driven by sugar and um, it was not great. And, and though I had a really great metabolism till I was probably out of high school, all of that sugar really started catching up to me and it was starting to catch up fast. Like I, I feel like once I turned like 19 or 20 and I went off to Bible college and I was still kind of on this track of eating too much sugar and too much of just a lot of other things, it was starting to catch up and I could not only feel it in my body, but not even, not even really feel it because I wasn't paying attention to my body. It was like I could actually see it on my face, um, just everywhere on my body, which was really not something that I enjoyed but basically my obsession um with sugar was really just a lack of exposure to it and this is why and again I'm not a parent I don't know but I always just say like if your kid wants something let them try it because holding them back from it can turn into a lot more of an issue than if you had just given them now listen you can't give them everything that they want not walk in the store they want to try that but I think sometimes just being like have accessibility and not having things just at like once a year like you can have it at a birthday party because it just creates problems or explaining to them again as I've said it's just like why you know you don't invest in those things and you don't want those things in their body it's really important but basically my obsession with sugar turned into an addiction um which looked like me having a frappe or a milkshake to get rid of headaches so I'm fast forward I'm now like 22 which is crazy how am I 26 how did this happen oh my gosh 
Um, I'm 22. I'm working at Play-Doh's in California and like on every break I have to go to, either before I go into work, I get a grande, um, an extra pump of white mocha in a white mocha frap with extra whip. Um, <laughs> or I would go to, on my break to Chick-fil-A and get a chocolate milkshake and I would get a large and it was like helping my headaches. Like I'd be at work for, you know, whatever eight hours or whatever and I would have these terrible headaches and I was like I gotta go guys I gotta go get my milkshake and I don't even know if I realized like I was it was kind of like a low blood sugar kind of thing but I just kept giving in to like those cravings and like giving in to the signals and a lot of times our body gives us signals it's like everybody says doctors mainly say like pain is your body telling you that you're doing something wrong a headache was my body telling me I'm doing something wrong it wasn't telling me to go and get sugar it wasn't it was telling me your blood sugar is super low and you need to fix that and I it's because I would go hours and hours and hours on the clock not eating because I just was like I gotta work I gotta do this I gotta do that so it kind of just got to a point where my body was like I need sustenance and I can get that from sugar I'll get a quick energy boost from that sugar and I'll feel like I can go till I fall into my bed at night um so basically the addiction had me start taking glucose glucose tablets um on the regular basically to help me regulate my blood sugar levels and I had found these like because I had started I'd really started like working out but I kept noticing that I kept having these headaches and one I wasn't eating enough food to give my body enough energy till the next meal and I wasn't eating the right kind of food to give my body the correct and the right amount of energy that it needs to perform at its best so I'm working out and, and nothing's happening I'm not losing weight I'm my body isn't really my body composition isn't really changing. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? So I'm like, I got to stop. I got to quit the fraps. I got to quit the milkshakes. But what do I do? So I'm walking through Target, buying vitamins, and I see glucose tablets. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to try these. Because I kept telling people as a joke, I was like, I bet I have diabetes. I bet I have diabetes. I bet I have diabetes. I don't have diabetes by the grace of God. But I'm pretty sure if I continued on that, that track record with sugar... I would probably have diabetes, which would be very um, unfortunate because I would have done that to myself. Anyways, um, so I started taking glucose tablets and I started having less milkshakes and less fraps, which was really amazing because I thought that I would never get to that point. And when I tell you guys that I never thought I would ever stop taking them, I'm telling you I literally never thought I thought that I would be able to not have to take a glucose tablet. I probably started with taking two a day two in the mid-afternoon and then two maybe when I'm closing at night and then it went to taking two to taking one as I like started eating better food and I started paying more attention to my body and I started drinking more water and just started slowly cutting out the sugar intake in my life completely changed and I was like at half a tablet and then eventually no tablets fast forward um to eating on time eating good food I got to throw out the tablets around 2019 which is only like a few years ago, right? Like that doesn't sound crazy, but when you have been taking something that like isn't prescribed by a doctor, you're kind of trying to self-fix yourself. It's really like mind-blowing to see what can be done when you listen to your body. And I am so happy to not be on those tablets, to not feel like a low blood sugar anymore. Um, really eating regularly, guys, I cannot stress that enough, really can change your life. Just starting with that and drinking water 
changes everything. When you eat at the right time, your body doesn't go into starvation mode trying to store away food as fat in your body. And so it actually it actually works through your body. It comes out on the other end and you're able to to get rid of food that you are not using for energy or for anything else like nutrients or anything and get rid of it instead of it storing up in your body. So lots of things are happen- are possible if you choose to make a difference in your own life. But let's let's really um let's really get into the technical stuff now, which is wow 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 crazy, but I'm really going to try to break it down to you guys so that you guys can understand it and really um be able to share this information with your your friends and your family because it's super important for them to have this information as well and literally you having this information it's going to change your life it's going to change your life okay so here are the basics and the need to knows so basically in their simplest forms sugars are carbohydrates composed of carbon hydrogen carbon <laughs> I wrote it down, carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. And there are three main types of sugars. The first one, so I'm going to try to say it right, but I'm also going to look it up really quickly so that I don't mess it up and you guys are like, what the heck? So the first one is saccharide. Okay, main. that's how they say Manosaccharides, known as simple sugars, sugars which occur naturally in fruits and vegetables. Then there are disaccharides, <laughs> which are made up of the two of the monosaccharides joined together. These are found in beer, milk, and table sugars. And then the last one, the third one, is polysaccharides, which are a long chain of connecting monosaccharides found in whole grains, vegetables, and legumes. I say all these fancy words because the more you know, the more you can do, right? Like if you can, since we can classify these three different sugars and break them down, you're going to know which ones are better for you and which ones you should try to be taking more of in during the day and which ones you should try to not take so much of in during the day. So consuming monosaccharides is the best sugar for digestion because your body can use it for energy basically almost immediately by absorbing it into the bloodstream. When you eat monosaccharides or disaccharides, your body, so actually it's the poly or the disaccharides, your body has to break those down um, into glucose glucose before using it. Glucose can be immediately used or it can be stored in the body for later. The first place that um, it stores it is going to be in the liver and once the liver is full of storing the two second sugars, right, it actually stores in your body as glucose and turns into fat for long-term storage. So basically, I'm going to call them mono, disa, and poly, right, to make it easier. <laughs> okay, but the mono sugar are the ones that are is naturally and can immediately be absorbed into the bloodstream for use for energy. And that's super important because we want that natural energy. The disa and the polys are the ones that have our bodies have a harder time breaking down. And those come from whole grains. Those come from beer, milk, and table sugars. 
And though those things in obviously in large supply is not good for you, just cutting back on a lot of this stuff is going to change your life. Okay, right? So basically, after doing a lot of research and looking back into um, my health coaching course notes and even literally going back into the health course for you guys, by the way, you're welcome. Um, I was just reminded that the average American consumes 30 teaspoons of sugar, guys, when the recommended amount is only 6 teaspoons, which is, it's kind of crazy, you're thinking, that's wild, that's crazy, but once you've gone through in the morning having, like, your pancakes or waffles, right, and then you move on to lunch, and now you're having, like, maybe you're having your iced chai or your pumpkin spice latte, and then for dinner, you're having some sort of dessert. Those combined add up to a lot more than you were thinking when it comes to sugar, and that's why paying attention to what you're consuming makes a big difference, and I don't want anybody to get nitpicky and to be like, oh my gosh, I can't have that, I can't have this, all of that, But being aware of what you are eating and what you are consuming makes a big difference in your lifestyle, in your health lifestyle, right? So now we know, you know, the how and stuff, but let's move on to the what. I like to make things practical and what as in what to do next, right? Because now we've broken down what sugar is, how sugar is um, stored in our bodies and how much sugar we're really supposed to be having daily, But let's remember that sugar consumption is bio-individual, guys. I've always told you guys from the very start from my course at IIN, one of the best things that I learned was bio-individuality, right? Like, some people aren't meant to eat red meat. Some people aren't meant to eat fish. Some people aren't meant to eat gluten. We're all individuals, right? Because all of our genes are completely different. There might be 8 billion of us on earth. Every single one of us has something different that our bodies need. And so some of us can consume no sugar at all and be perfectly fine. Some people can choose to consume some sugar and still be fine, but we just want to monitor how much, if we are consuming sugar, is actually going into our body. So it's always best to start with the natural sugars first, so like fruits and vegetables, and you're like, okay, blah, 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 why? The why is because when you consume natural sugars, you'll actually be consuming vitamins, um, minerals, and oxidants antioxidants and fiber right like when you eat a banana you're not just getting sugar right you're getting potassium tons of other fruits and vegetables when you consume them you're not just getting sugar you're not just getting energy you are literally getting vitamins you're getting minerals and fiber all of that stuff that your body actually needs it's going to use it how it needs to it's going to get rid of it because it knows okay i don't need this anymore in my body we've used you know we've taken everything that we could from this now we're going to dispose of it and so it's really important to start with right the natural sugars but listen listen guys let's not get crazy and 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 say that like you're never going to touch cake again because that's not what life is about life is about eating good food and being with good people right and i can't say that i won't ever touch ice cream again because i just had some last night and after this i'm going to go make myself a um probably a hot try to be completely honest with you but definitely choose to modify the amount of sugar um, and keep track of the sugars that you're bringing into your life because for me I've even noticed in the past like couple months I've just had like a really weird craving for sugar and I've been trying to figure out like what's going on like um, emotionally because your cravings are attached to your emotions and we're going to talk about that in um 
in an episode coming up in a few weeks. I'm super excited because I have so many notes on cravings and I feel like everybody struggles with cravings at some point in their life and they feel like it is this thing that's kind of eating them alive and once you know more about it, you can do something about it, right? Um, but knowing how much you're consuming is so important. But I just want to say this, keep an eye out for the sneaky sugars in your life, which are going to be, um, cured meats, like bacon and prosciutto with your like, um, charcuterie boards, your deli meat. So like ham or turkey, um, your condiments. So that, that, uh, you know, ketchup, the sauces, like Chick-fil-A sauce and all of that, your canned soups, your yogurts, and then your plant-based milk. So my oat milk that I use for my iced chai already has five grams of sugar in it. So I kind of try to go through the day and I'm like, okay, I really want to have a chai today. I know that I want to have a chai. So I want to focus more on getting more natural sugars into my body versus getting ones that are more processed. So I'm just like, no, I'm not going to be having that muffin for breakfast today. I'm going to be having a chai later. And, and you, I guys, I always tell you like, don't, don't hold yourself back from something because the more you do that, kind of like with dieting, the more that you do that, you kind of yo-yo dieting where like you'll do a diet and then you'll lose a bunch of weight and then you get off the diet, you gain a bunch of weight back because you, you know, were not controlling um, the cravings and stuff like that. And then you go back on the diet and it's just this yo-yo effect, which actually creates a lot of problems in the body. Um, basically, and I'll just go into it really quickly, basically certain diets, if you're not getting the correct amount of nutrients, when you do get any, any food into your body, it starts storing it because it doesn't know when it's going to get um, the nutrients back that it needs. So it just starts storing food in your body as fat because it doesn't, your body doesn't know that you're going on a diet. Your body has no idea. Your body just knows I'm not eating, I'm not getting enough of the nutrients that I actually need. So I'm going to store this in case, you know, I don't get to eat in the next 12 hours. I will have some fat to burn, but fat multiplies after a time. So Anyways, all that to say, you just want to be careful of the sugars that, you know, you're bringing, taking and bringing into your body and just being more aware. You know, I've talked to you guys about food diaries before and they're super helpful, but I know for some of us, those are just not something that's motivating. So if that doesn't sound like something um, that will work for you, just keeping an eye and you can even just write out your meals for the day and sometimes visually seeing what you are going to be eating for the day. You're like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to have some pancakes in the morning and then I'm planning to go out for um, dinner tonight and we're celebrating and we're going to get dessert. And then for lunch, it looks like I'm packing something that has a lot of um, natural sugars, but it's still sugars. And so that just brings more awareness to what you're bringing into your life. You know, we just want to bring awareness and be conscious of what we're bringing into our bodies. But here are some new ways to sweeten up your life. You can use natural coconut milk, cinnamon, whole fruit. So you could use pineapples, you could use mangoes, you could use strawberries, bananas, oranges, all kinds of that stuff. You could make banana pancakes and just like make it out of blending, right? Just some bananas together. You probably just throw in like a little bit of flour and maybe, you know, some some milk of some sort you could probably make some natural pancakes that way in fact I'll try to find a recipe for you guys so that it's, I'm not make blowing this out of my butt and then lastly lastly coconut oil which you guys know I'm not a fan of coconut oil I'm not a coconut oil girl I'm not gonna lie to you but a lot of people love coconut oil I had an acai bowl that had coconut 
what I'm gonna say it again wow drink some water every time I say coconut oil and it had some coconut oil on top of it this Aussie bowl and it was so good I was like wow like I don't hate it as much as I used to but I still don't use it on an everyday basis I'm not gonna lie it's not for me I am a butter girl <laughs> or olive, olive oil but guys, I really hope that you were able to learn something today about sugar and how it interacts with your body and how just to keep an eye out for those sneaky sugars that are definitely peeking around the corner of all of our lives. It's not just you guys, it's me too, besties. And just bringing more awareness. We are in the holiday season. There's going to be a lot of a lot of sugar to intake at all at all stops when we stop for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for New Year's, and just being more conscious of what you're eating is definitely going to help you make better lifestyle changes. And remember, this is a journey, it's not a destination. So, just taking steps every single day to try and better your life through health and wellness is going to make such a huge difference, guys. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I cannot wait for next week's episode. I can't wait for you guys to send me what you guys are thankful for. I always love hanging out with you and I'll see you guys next week on another episode of With Peace and Love. Bye-bye.